darmare colungt, pukesiste lutene trendet perdet sprumare ulns. Welcome to Conlangery, the podcast about constructed languages and the people who create them. I'm George Corley, and people seem to like the, uh, the idea of having short episodes with little short inspirational bits, so I think I'm just going to kind of record these as they come to me, and then whenever I need to stick one in, I'll stick it in. So, today I was somewhat inspired to... Uh, talk about my favorite Chung Yu. I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on the show, but I'm pretty sure I haven't actually explained it in full. Uh, but, um, if you, uh, if you're not familiar, Chung Yu are a specific set of Chinese literary idioms that are generally abbreviated to, uh, almost always just four characters. And, uh, Usually have some, they usually have some sort of literary or historical reference. Sometimes it's just a traditional story. But the one that I'm going to talk to you, I like it mainly because of the particular, at least the particular origin that I learned for, learned for it. So here goes the, uh, the story that I learned. And the, the, uh, Cheng Yu I'm talking about is Banmen Nongfu. Or, um, if you sort of, uh, try to expand it out and try to translate it literally, it's, um, play with an axe in front of Lu Ban's door. Uh, and the, it means, uh, to display your novice skills in front of an expert. The, the implication being like you're, you, you think you're much better than you are, but you, but then, or, Maybe, maybe you, you didn't realize they were an expert before or something like that. But it's just an idea of, um, uh, some of the places that I s- saw equated it to an English idiom to teach a fish how to swim. So that's, that's just the general idea is your, um, an example would be, um, you know, talking about my, uh, my conlangs in front of somebody like David Peterson, sometimes I feel a little bit like I am Banman Nongfu. So anyway, uh let's let's uh go into the story of this. And I'm not actually going to talk about Lu Ban yet at the moment, because this is my favorite part of this. It's a historical reference or maybe a literary reference to a his- another historical reference as far as the way I learned the story. So here goes. Um, when the Tang Dynasty poet, uh, Li Bai died, um, uh, the, the story goes that he, um, later in his life, he went out on a lake and got so drunk that he tried to reach for the moon that was in the water. And in other words, the reflection of the moon and drowned. Um, uh, I'm not sure how, um, accurate. I don't know how accurate that story is or how, 
how confident historians are of that story. I think it's possibly sort of a folktale, but in any case, um, he had, there was a tomb, uh, on his tomb and in various places sort of associated, uh, with his death, uh, people would post up poetry and, uh, I couldn't find the name of the actual poet who did this, but there was an, another Tang Dynasty poet who, at the time, realized saw this trend and he saw that some of the these, these poets that are that were posting up uh, on Levi's tomb were kind of hacks, and so he wrote his own poem, sort of poking fun at the him them, and he says, uh. He said, um, the, the relevant lines are, Cai shi jiang bian yi dui shi, wait a minute. Cai shi jiang bian yi dui shi, li bai zhi ming gao qian gu, lai lai wang wang yi shou shi, lu ban men qian nong da fu. So, um, if I can sort of try to translate it, it's, uh, uh, at the, at the bank of the, uh, of the Taishu are, are a bunch of scholars. Uh, I don't know. The, the relevant part to this, because I can't try to translate, um, classical Chinese on the fly. I have no idea what, what it's saying. Uh, actually, okay, I'm gonna stop recording. Okay. Thanks to, uh, my friend Zhang Yichi for, for, um, helping me with the translation. Uh, I was a little bit wrong. Uh, this was written by a Ming Dynasty poet by the name of Major Huan, uh, about, uh, the, the poetry, uh, left on Li Bai's tomb and, uh, you heard me read the original, well, obviously not the way he would have pronounced it necessarily, but, uh, but the, uh, original characters, at least, of, of the poem. Uh, my best attempt at translation here, unfortunately I haven't found anybody anywhere online where somebody has translated it professionally. My best attempt is, on the riverbank in Caishu is a pile of dirt from which Levi's name will endure through the ages. To come by and leave a poem is like playing with an axe in front of Luban's door. So, there's the literary reference. Now, there's some, some, it, um, now the article that I pulled up on, uh, Baidu Baikhe is, uh, states that the, this idea of, um, the, that this, um, the, this idea was around before then, but I just like the story of, of somebody writing a poem, a satirical poem. Uh, but, uh, in order to talk about the actual content of this Chung Yi, we have to go much further back to the spring and autumn period. Um, when, um, well, it's, which is when, uh, Lu Ban lived. He was a famous architect of that time. Uh, so basically the point is, 
Uh, Luban, I can't find his, uh, now Luban, I think is some kind of style name because I, I, uh, seem to remember that he lived in the state of Lu. Um, but, uh, the point is, you know, and it's taken a long time for me to circle back to the point is, um, is that to play with an axe in front of this famous architect would be, uh, would be showing sort of to, uh, if you were to, you know, hack at things in front of this famous architect, he would be, uh, sort of showing your novice skills in front of the expert. Anyway, so this has gotten to be a bit longer than I expected. I, I had a few other things that I was going to point to, but, uh, the whole, the whole point of me talking about this is, Especially if you have a con culture that has a long literary history, a long history of, of writing, uh, you can pull from, or you can, well, first you have to create it, but you can also, but then you can sort of pull from history, uh, historical references and, uh, um, literary references to make some of your idioms. And, you know, to some extent, in fact, you could even give uh, your con people sort of misconceptions because it doesn't matter whether the story is true or not. People people can still make uh, make uh, idioms out of it, and people can still believe it's true. But hopefully, that will inspire some people to make create some uh, interesting idioms, especially in those people who have. Uh, created con cultures which are meant to have uh, had writing for a long time. But even if you don't, you can still pull from traditional stories and things like that. So, anyway, that is the 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 uh, that is it for this short episode, and I'm going to say happy conlanging. Thank you for listening to Conlangery. You can find our archives and show notes at conlangery.com. You can send questions, comments, or topic or featured language suggestions to conlangery at gmail.com. To submit a conlang or natlang greeting for the top of the show, see our contribute page for details. Web space for conlangery is provided by the Language Creation Society, and our theme music is by Null Device. <laughs>